Welcome to Stage Mom Podcast, a podcast for breakthrough bands and artists. Today we have Levy. Levy is a 17-year-old solo artist from Brooklyn, New York. He also happens to be the son of the reggae singer, rapper, beatboxer, and musician, Modest Yahoo. The creativeness that Levy has is so far beyond his 17 years. I have absolutely no doubt at all that we will be hearing his name for many, many, many years to come. During his podcast, I could not get over how genuinely sweet this kid was. I honestly could have sat and talked to him all night long and loved every second of it. With three singles released already and plans on dropping one every 60 days and touring with his father, Levy is super busy. But because he is super focused and driven, I see nothing but success for him. Go give him a follow so you do not miss anything that he may be drumming up. All right, so I am here with Levy. Hey, how are you? I'm so excited. I have been trying to get this for a couple months now. It was going to be virtual, and then we finally got it in person. I couldn't be more excited. I'm, I'm super excited. I'm so why, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody that's watching, let them know a little bit about you, and then we'll go from there. For sure. Uh, hey, what's up, guys? My name is Levy. I'm a 17-year-old artist. I released my first three songs recently. Um, the first one was called Beauty and the Beast. The second one was Fake Friends. And the third one is Young Love, which I just released. And uh, I'm just going from there, you know? Um, okay. Yeah. So if nobody has ever heard of you, heard any of your music, what would you describe it as? Like fun, yet like super like... Like you could understand the words and you could relate to all my songs. Like if you're going through something and if you're young and you're trying to find like some music that'll like not only be good to listen to but has like a deep message behind it i would say like listen to my music it's true though it's very yeah, true yeah, especially exactly. that fake friend song yeah yeah um okay so let's talk about when the moment was that you realized this was the route you wanted to take in your life because i know you you for pretty sure, much from sure. birth yeah, grew yeah, up exactly. on like a tour, a tour bus, bus. Yeah, so what was the moment that you said this is what i want to do um well, as a as a kid, I guess in in like school, I could never focus in class. Okay. It was a big thing for me. I would I would try to focus, but instead of focusing, I would be like writing songs, like gazing off. I had my first like ever hook I wrote, which was like my my love is in the treetops. It was like I don't know, it was a banger. How old were you when that? Um, probably eight years old. Holy cow! Yeah, you're kidding me. Uh, oh yeah. my god! Okay. And um. Just from there, like, writing and singing was always what I loved to do. And as I got older, I started making more music, and I started experiencing more life experiences and wanting to share that, and that made me choose music in a way I can express myself freely and share my story and my family's story with the world. Okay. So speaking of your family, I read a story once that – when you were younger, when you realized this was what you wanted to do, that you asked your father to get you logic. And yeah, then yeah, he yeah. said, go write a really good song on GarageBand, record it, do everything, and if it's good, then I'll get it for you. Exactly. So I want to hear about this project that you came up with when you did that and how good it was. Um, Wait, what was the hook and did that? you get the logic after the first shot, or did it take a couple shots? It took, it took a couple shots. Okay. He wasn't, it wasn't like... 
he's a perfectionist and he wants me to obviously like when i start releasing my music like show the world like what i'm capable of not release like some like half song so mm-hmm. for me it was always like i would show him music and he would he would give me his honest opinion and that drove me to make better music right. and i made my first few songs on GarageBand, and i was like listen like i think these are really good i want to i want to get logic and he listened to them and he was like, fuck yeah, like, let's do this. Get logic. Let's go full at it if this is what you want And how do. old were you when that happened? Um, Probably like thir- 13. Yeah. Nine like 13. years old. Yeah. yeah this, this is my dad, Modest Yahoo, if you guys don't know. I want to yep. bring him on a little. Modest Yahoo. <laughs> no, yeah, it's true. He was up in the attic. You were up in the attic. We yeah. set up a room up there. We were living in this, go- in this house in Nyack. It was, it's a ghost house. You're kidding me. Straight like a real ghost house? Ghost. Yeah, it's a haunted house. Oh, my God. My husband and I lived in a haunted house. No I shit you not. It we happened. Saw, we saw no ghosts. Way. We were freaked out. And then I had my best friend move into it. And I was like, I had her to was lunch. Was it really haunted? It was you freaking haunted. I am not really? kidding you. And I wouldn't say anything about it to my husband. He called me at work one night saying, I think something died in here. And I thought he was just talking about like the dishes being dirty. And I said, well, just do the dishes then. And he's like, no, I think there's a dead You're thing like, living in the here. Trash, exactly. So then my girlfriend moved into the, to the house, and I took her to lunch. I never said anything about it to her. I felt really bad, but she needed somewhere to live. So <laughs> I was like, hey, so how's the house? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's haunted, Kim. It is. And I'm like, oh, my God. But she lived there for, like, what, seven years yeah. or something? Yeah, you never said anything insane. to her so about Never it. said That's one crazy. word. So the house that we lived in was actually, like, it was in the Supreme Court. It was. It's the first house that's ever been deemed haunted by the, by the yeah. courts of the United States. Nyack, New York. Yeah, it was like a law case, but it, it it's fucked. But was it the, what what was it the Amityville house? Or? So basically, someone bought the house. Okay. And someone prior to that wrote about how haunted it was. Okay. And then it became a case because they didn't want their deposit back. Oh my and god. And this person was like, "Well, you promoted this house as being a haunted right. house." So it went to court, it went to Supreme Court, and in the end, the the person got their money back because yeah. they're like, this is a haunted house. Yeah, so it's because the first, it's the first time a, a house was ever deemed haunted, not because like a like a like a like a uh, a judge saw a, a ghost there. Right. Be, it's just the it's just a court case. Right. You know I mean? Well, you know, it's a law. I'm a realtor. Yeah. It's oh, a law. You, you cannot sell a haunted house because it's considered occupied. So I bought the house from Ingrid Michelson, who's a singer. Okay. And she had to, by law, tell me Disclose that, that it's yeah. a haunted house yes. when, I, when I bought the house. Yeah, so I broke the law and I didn't tell my friend. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> I just realized That's not that. It is. Okay, so go on. You were in the attic. So, um, yeah, so, so we, we had this crazy house with like a bunch of rooms in it. And he he was getting into it, and we had this attic that no one ever wanted to go into mm-hmm. because it was kind of scary. Yeah. And then I think when you were like maybe eleven or twelve, you were just like motherfucker, I'm going up yeah. to the attic. You know, <laughs> my move space, my mattress my up here, and give me some speakers. Sucks. And and I think I didn't see you that much that summer. No. And then like basically like three months later, he came down and he was like, <laughs> I have one. I had my kid. And I always knew he had. A, <laughs> I always knew he had a voice. Like right. he's a, he's a powerful <laughs> voice. He grew up in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, where like you have to overpower the next motherfucker mm-hmm. in order to get like a sandwich for lunch. Okay. <laughs> you, you have to like elbow him or like r- like push to the front of the line. 
And he was like, uh, he's he's golden. Like he's good at that. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then when, when we would bring him to seven, <laughs> when we would bring him to seven seventy, and they had to sing like the, like his voice was the loudest voice. There'd be like thirty or forty like kids there, and it'd be like his voice okay. was loud. I'm like, oh, he's got the voice. Yes. Now it's just a matter of like, does he? Ha- the voice is like a small mm-hmm. part of it. It is. Yeah. Yep. So now, now for him, it's about developing. Mm-hmm. living life you know because mm-hmm. you got to live life in you order do. to have experiences to write songs so yeah he's uh but he's always he's been ready for it since the time he was like a little kid and you know he's been around it so it's just natural for him yeah. which is so cool yeah and uh it's cool to see him i love when he's writing songs that are like you know not just about love right, but about right, like right. some some <laughs> love is good you know but i like to hear him write songs about like that song, Fake Friends, is deep. You know? I love that song. Yeah. I love that song. And even Young Love is deep. You know, love is, love is also deep. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to say love isn't deep, right, right. but you're more than just a lover. Mm-hmm. You've been through a lot of experiences in your life. You've been through a lot of shit. So I think that's the things that people most relate to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's yeah. been it's been like glorious to just sit back and watch him do his thing. I can imagine. Yeah. I can just imagine. Because, like I said, my daughter, she was in a band. She's in a band. Like She's yeah, still in a band. Yeah, you see her, like, you smack see it, on those drums, she's you're like, like, yeah. the queen, you know? Yeah, and yeah. it's like, she probably sucked that night, Dude, but I, she's the I, queen. <laughs> if I saw my daughter playing drums at, like, a show, I would literally flip the fuck out. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll send you some videos. Like, I'll fl- I would flip out. Like, that's some yeah. badass shit. Yeah. So, speaking of love, Beauty and the Beast was about your first experience yeah, yeah. with love. Does this person know that song was about said person? Um, <laughs> she she does. I don't know if she'll talk about it that really? much. Really? Like say it's about her. But oh my god. Yeah, she's like very quiet. Like Not really, but like I never really told it her that it was. But like I feel like if you Every, listen, to everybody the lyrics, was like everybody was telling her like he wrote this song yeah, about yeah. you. And if you like listen to the lyrics and you're that it's girl, obvious. like you'll know it's yeah. about you just from like. There's a local band here, and I always have to give props to the local bands, Young Fiction. And they're a sick band, if you want to go follow them, amazing. But they have a song named Samantha. This song is about the ex-girlfriend Samantha. She has no idea the song is about her. I'm like, dude, it's your name. (laughs) Yeah, you couldn't be more obvious. But if I I was that girl, I'd be like, yes, it's about me. That's a good name, Samantha. You don't hear that that much. I think Samantha, I think Samantha Fox. Oh, really? I just had my dog was Samantha. I just we just had to put I love, her down. I love Sam. I yeah. love Sam on a girl. That's the be- that's mm-hmm. like a cool name. Yeah. Yep. So okay. So Beauty and the Beast. How long did it take you to write that song? Mm, and what was like probably. your process, your recording process, uh, everything to beginning so to end? So a lot, a lot of my recording process in general is I'll make demos. My production is like okay, but okay. it's not incredible. So I have a studio that. Now in my basement instead nice. of my attic. Okay. And, he um, took my speakers. <laughs> <laughs> and I just been making demos, and I have this producer in LA who mm-hmm. produced on Aiden LaPrat, Young Love, Aiden Fake Lepret. Friends. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's done all like. Lavey's worked with a bunch of different producers, mm-hmm. but this one yeah, cat this one. who's just like they linked up. They're mm-hmm. like soulmates. Yeah. 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 Like and he so did his easy. first few songs, and now he just went to LA and recorded like. And five, that's important four or five when you find a producer that you send to them, say, "This is what I wanted to sound like." They send I back even something send, flawless. Like, he goes there. Yeah, yeah. I just I just came back from. Oh wow! Nice. Music, actually, okay. Which I'm super stoked about. Yeah. He, yeah, he'll, he'll just show up. He'll be like, "Yo, I'm here." 
I feel like when when you have a producer, like a lot of the times, if if it's just like a normal studio session, someone will come. But it, for me, it's hard to to write and mm-hmm. share my feelings. Mm-hmm. That's why I do it in my music and right. share with everyone. So me and Aiden were just able to like write off each other and really like bond. And I feel comfortable in the room with him, and I'm able to write what I want to sing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Aiden, I had him come to New York when he was like still in high school. Oh wow! Because okay. my manager hooked me up with him. And so he p- came with his mom, and they stayed. It was his first time leaving L.A. and, like, coming to New York to work with someone. So we d- we didn't release those songs. We're going to release them, but... And then when I had my first demo, I was like, Dad, who's the youngest producer who you've worked with? Yeah, and I'm like, like, oh, this kid, this kid dude, Like, he's still in high school, I'm pretty That's sure. That's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's he was insane. also, he's an actor. He yeah, was in the he was this show Amazon called The Wilds. Amazon Prime show called The Wilds. The Wilds. The Wilds? Did we see The Wilds? No? Oh. You've seen it? You did So yeah. he's the... His name's Aiden. Aiden I, don't, I don't know his yeah, character have to look name him up. necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, but he's sick. Honestly, like, like one of the first things you've probably like understood, like as a singer, is like when you have a, a producer that you can let your guard down with and you can exactly. trust. Yeah. And who's dope? Like that. That is yep. what will Magic. take you. Yep. As a singer, that will. That's what will take you to the next level. Yep. You know? it, it, 100%. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yep. When you're comfortable with someone, you can do that. It's it's magic. It's yeah, really someone who's dope, who yeah. like who's like gets you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. So for fake friends, okay, I'm gonna have to reference. Okay, sure. six different schools in four different states. Yes. Okay, so tell me about the writing of that song, um, and why fake friends? Is it that you weren't there long enough to make friends? Is it because your father's such a, you know, highly publicized, amazing? Artists that they're like, yeah. So tell me about that. Um, the the inspiration came from mainly like, I I always had friends growing mm-hmm. up. I always I was always like confident, so mm-hmm. it was always easy for me to make friends. But once I made them, I never knew like who is necessarily like real and who yeah. was like, who was treating me like they were treating me because of my dad or because of me. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? That's got to be hard. Yeah, it is. And it's it got to be really hard. Something I like grew up with. It's now like I'm su- like I could read people really right. well now because of that. Right. And I've had incidents where like friends have stabbed me in the back. Like mm-hmm. everyone has, you know. Every I feel like everyone has fake friends. Sure. And that's why I love the song. Yep. I feel like every kid who's going through high school could relate to. I that. can't believe yep. no one else wrote a song called "Fake Friends." I can't like, either. Like that's like so many people relate to that. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, I'm 47 years old and. Quite honestly, the only friends I need is my family. It's true. It's like well, we're it, six. We're six deep, so we're, we we have a crew. Yeah, I'm the youngest of five girls. There you go. So yeah, it's always no yeah, way. it's all a crazy girl. yeah. We're all Irish and we're all crazy, and every party has a fight. So <laughs> <laughs> it's like insane, but yeah. Uh, I want to come to one of those parties. Oh, you're totally invited anytime you guys are in Florida. Speaking of family, my uh-huh. all but wait, 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 wait real, real quick, lady, can you shout out your real friends real quick? Because yes, I feel like your real friends, my real friends have been taking this hard. Copo, yeah, Copo, Shimmy, Rami, Moshe, Yotam, all my homeboys yes. back home. That's that's they've your been, golden five, right? They've there. been bullying me a little about this fake friend song. Like every time they're like, yeah, they so fuck with the him. They're friends? like, what are you talking about? Like <laughs> you talking about us? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. You tell them, no, you're still around. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are my real Yo, those are some cool. great names, though. Copo, Shimmy, Yotam, Moshe. and Moshe. 
That's like that's a good that's Rami. a good Rami's right in there. Israel. Like, yeah, my friend. That's some gangster are shit. Are they the wanna, real names or are they the nicknames? Those, I'll those, tell you. those are the real names. <laughs> it is really interesting. <laughs> they have back. Yeah. Wow, okay. Yeah. Yo, Tom, Shimmy. Rami, you don't find Rami, good friends Cobo. these days anymore. Like, yeah, exactly. It's really you don't hard. Hear those names. It's hard. No, it's, hard. it's are, the first time right now. <laughs> Rami, Copo, yeah. Shimmy. I think I've heard Rami. I, I think he's an actor. I think that's why I've heard yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is My that friend Rami could be an actor. Yeah. No, he can't be. He has about as much personality <laughs> as a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your song, Young Love. Let's talk yes. about that one. That was nice. your latest release, what, December 1st? I believe so, yeah. December yeah. 1st. I didn't even have it. Write it down, and I knew it. Okay? Awesome. It's not there. <laughs> All right, so tell me about that one. Um, That one was about... I felt like I found love like too early. Was this the same girl that Beauty this and the Beast was written about? This was yeah, about the same, same girl, girl, but it's kind of more That's a like... a great question. Yeah. Is it the same girl? <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> Do you it's write the song? It's your first two anymore, songs. Not anymore, not anymore, not anymore. She gave you her. a lot of material, She's though, done. so hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> finished She's with her. She's finished. <laughs> <laughs> we have a girlfriend now. Yeah. Shout her out. Oh, that was one of my questions, So, because I know everybody's going to want to know after seeing this cute face. Um, no, no I, I met like this day. super this cool girl um, who lives in Rockley, New Jersey. Okay. And she's super confident and happy. I like that. Happy. Mm-hmm. Always she smiling. Doesn't stress you out. Doesn't stress me out. We could talk for hours nice. on hours. And she's uh, my new muse. <laughs> and what is her name? Um, Renee. Renee. Oh, Renee. shit. Renee. You got the name. When did you? <laughs> you name. How long I have you been dating? Um, we're not dating yet. Oh, okay. But we've been talking for okay. a while and... I love this generation. I was literally just going to say that. There's no dating. We've been talking. Eventually, though, I hope. Okay. All right. Hopefully she's watching and she knows now. Have you written a song about her? Yeah. (laughs) I I just went to LA and I recorded... How many songs did you write about her, bro? Four songs about her. Four (laughs) songs? Yeah. You're out of your mind. (laughs) You are fucking nuts. (laughs) How long did it take you to write those four songs? such a lover, bro. Um... Well, some of them took a day, and then some of them took, like, two days. How long were you in L.A. for? I was in L.A. for a week, and I walked away with four songs. Whoa. Yeah, which I'm super excited about. Wow. Yeah. There's this one track, That's incredible. Black Stallion. You're going to hear them. They're really good. Yeah. I can't, when are you releasing them? Um, that's a good question. I'm trying yeah. to release every my new song weeks, Yeah, every six weeks. Okay. Snow Days is my next one that's coming out. It's a winter Nice. A okay. winter song. And it was like the first song you recorded. The first song I recorded in my like bedroom oh, with okay. my so friend you, Copa. That, so you didn't release yeah, he in recorded the order that you recorded it on a snow day. Okay. No, like no. literally on a snow day. It was day. falling. The snow was falling. I was like, he was like, I'm not school, going to fucking school. Snow days and that's the hook. <laughs> and he wrote that shit. It's like how's it go? Uh woke up late this morning, see that it is snowing. What am I gonna do today? Fuck school, this what I want. Snow days, <laughs> snow days. Yeah, it's a vibe, it's a vibe. <laughs> like, we didn't yo, get snow me, days down here in if Florida. If you live anywhere north of, like, Virginia, you can relate to that shit. Yeah. 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 Snow days, bro. Yeah. I, I never had it. We, we've had the hurricane days. That's it. There but then go. now they make you make the days up, which sucks. That sucks. That it does, does suck. suck. Okay. What are, what are these rhinoceroses on the wall? Um, I think that's an elephant and then a giraffe. Elephant. <gasps> oh, we got all. We're, oh my we're god! I gotta, get, I gotta tell you guys a story. You gotta when you were done. You gotta go watch one of my podcasts and every single one. Of, I'm known for my green and white striped couch and my freaking giraffe. No, stop. I'm it. not freaking kidding you. Giraffe is here. Giraffe. I'm shitting myself right now. Giraffe. You have no freaking idea. You're this full representation. Like, you have no, a giraffe, you an elephant, and a rhino. My shirts. 
the back of them have the freaking green and white couch okay. with the it. fucking giraffe on Stop them. It. And under it, it the, says, the podcast if shirt? my manager calls, tell him I'm talking with mom. That's what it <laughs> says. <laughs> yes. Is know. mom a giraffe? <laughs> well, no, but um, another local band, Modern oh. Freaks, named her Fiona. We know it's a girl because the long ass. Your mom's famous. What? No, my mom. No, me. What? Fiona? Fiona? No, 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 no. Wait, the giraffe, they named him, named the her Fiona. They named the giraffe Fiona. Oh, the giraffe is Fiona. No. Yeah. I'm my, sorry. My mom's name is Pam. <laughs> way better. <laughs> Nothing quite That's like that. That's way Fiona. more mom. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> okay, so you released your first single August 3rd. Yes. What, since then, do you feel is the best decision that you have made as an artist? Uh, that's a great question. I'm going to have to think about it. Okay. now? Yeah. I would say I would say my team that's around me now. Picking yeah. picking my team, not jumping into someone and really making sure I have a producer, making sure I have a manager. His name's Jake Selby. He's mm-hmm. incredible. He's in the background right now. Mm-hmm. And um I signed I didn't yet, but I I'm releasing my music through Sparta Distribution. Okay. Who's run by three hundred entertainment and I feel like the team and the environment that I have around me is really it's helping me lift up. Yeah. And I have my dad, who I've been on tour with for two months already, yeah. and opening for him, getting all the nerves out of the way mm-hmm. first before I'm doing my own shows. And yeah. Wait, can I answer yeah. that question for you? Yeah. I feel like dropping out of high school is the yeah, smartest. Dropping out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> Senior year, dropped out. So well, do why do you think online. that was his smartest decision? He, he was wasting time. Yeah. You know, it's like wasting time and like. Society tells you like, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. But, like, there there are some kids out there that like know what they're supposed to mm-hmm. do, and they waste time. Yeah. And in that time, like bad things happen. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. And you have some. Like, you are. Uh, not all my. I have six children. Not all my kids are like that. Mm-hmm. But Lavi's, he like from the day he was born, he was like, this is what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so he's been waiting for this moment for him to turn into a man and like yeah. go do his thing. And, like, at some point, he was like, I'm not waiting anymore. I'm fucking doing this shit. You know what I mean? So I think that was, like, the moment you kind of, like, well, there's been a lot of moments. That moment was, like, I'm doing this. I'm I'm tackling it. I'm Mm going to go fucking conquer the world. You just made a decision. You're like, this is what I'm doing. I don't know when you made that decision or how it happened. Um, But, like, at some point, yeah, I would love to hear that. end End of junior year. I made the decision. What made you for like what when at one point did you decide like I'm not just gonna like go with the flow? I thought I thought school was a waste of time. I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't feel like anything that I was doing there was helping me or helping my goals. And like I feel like even my friends and their friends, like no one no one wants to go to like college and get yeah. a regular job. Mm-hmm. Everyone has dreams and everyone has aspirations and it's what what you do to conquer that and to chase that that really makes the difference. Not, yeah. Most people yep. don't have the the wherewithal to be like, all right, I'm gonna fucking do this. Mm-hmm. But maybe because you grew up with a motherfucker yeah. who was had the wherewithal to do it, like, yeah, you're exactly. like, all right, I could do this. Exactly. Yeah. But that's where that confidence comes from. I think we were just like, my fucking dad did it. Yeah. yeah. Like, and he like this motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you though with the whole school thing because like my daughter, she started college and. With the classes that she was taking, it was going to take her probably 74, 75 years to get out of college. Exactly. And then it was like every day, every week she'd come, she'd say, yeah, I dropped that class. Is that okay? And my goal and like, is to not have my kids go to college. college yeah, my fine. goal is to I'm not have any of my kids go to college. Right now, it's fucked up. Like, I'm like, you know, there was a time where like 
oh, if your kid went to college, that was like a big deal. Yeah. My goal is to not have my kids go to college. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck college. I mean, fuck college. And fucking make money before you go to college. And then if you want to learn some shit, decide what you want to just yeah. learn and fucking pay money to and learn that learn shit. Learn that. You know yeah, what I mean? That's, like, I that's if you want to do that. I both tell my daughter that. You're yeah. 19, you're not ready to fucking learn shit. And half you the time you're changing life. your major every quarter. It's like, oh, yeah. no, I want to do this now. I want to nah. do this now. And then, yeah. You want to experience mm -hmm. life. No, hundred percent. When you're young, yeah. Go to the Amazon. You're not ready to. You're not ready to. <laughs> you're not ready to start learning shit till you're in your like mid twenties. That's what yeah. I feel. No, and and it's they're then pushing it so much on this ge generation study. that without a college degree, you're not going to get anywhere. But I just I don't feel that way. That's Fuck false. That. I don't feel That's that false. way. But I mean, I'm sure there's people that college help. So I don't. I'm not trying to diss that. Not them, any but, that I really you know. know. <laughs> I'm, I'm being completely honest. <laughs> Me too. So, okay, Levy, what kind of artist would you love to collaborate with? Kid Cudi. Okay. Ooh, that was quick. That yeah. was quick. Right? Um, that was I love, very quick. I love his tone. I love his songs, and I love, mm. I love his vibe, and I feel like our tones would really match on okay. a song. Get a little hum going. Yeah. Okay. And we'll have to tag him in It's kind of funny because when, when we were in L.A., we met him like <laughs> when I was little. How do you tell that story? In, the, in a Volkswagen. We, we would drive this crazy Volkswagen bus to I had school. a 67 bus. Dropped down with tinted out like it was, it some nice. shit you never saw before. Oh, my and God. Kid Cudi's like walking on the street, I think, right? Yeah. And we, my dad's like, we saw him. He had a fan. cape and boots, and he was <laughs> driving a Land Rover and shouting out at some girl at like seven o'clock in the morning. Oh my god! And I'm like, that's fucking Kid Cudi. Like no one else. That's got to be Kid Cudi. <laughs> oh my god! Had, when did? Well, how happened? long ago was this? I, I stopped the car in the middle of the street. I'm like, a fanboy. Kid Cudi. I'm like, it's fucking Kid, Kid Cudi. <laughs> Kid Cudi. <laughs> that's <so> funny. Yeah. <laughs> You remember that? That's mm. crazy. When was that? How long ago? Mm, years. Years. Like yeah. you were like seven. Yeah. Like seven. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh my god, that's I awesome. Was a, I was a young one. Um, speaking of younger, I when when you agreed to do my podcast, um, I had, you know, started like preparing, and then I had remembered that your father, because you know I've been a fan of yours as well for a very long time. But I had learned, I had remembered seeing a video of you and one and of your him. sons. Oh, and wow. it was like wow. so long ago singing Sunshine. So I went on the internet and I researched it because I was like, I wonder if that's Lady. And I was like, it oh was. my God, it is. It and let me him, tell you, yeah. that is the most. Oh my God. Like, if, if, all right, if you guys have not seen this video, you've got Yo, to watch it. Which one is it? Because one day I had them It was skip his school. first time on stage. You said this is his first time on stage. Yo, it was in North Carolina. I, me and I he remember had his beanie on. Yeah. Oh my you god! Went up the octave. You, you don't understand. You gotta rewatch on that it. shit at soundcheck. Remember how many times I made you run that shit? That was the way that you looked at him after that first verse. Like, you were like, I was like, yeah. I was like, like literally, tears started dropping. I was like, <laughs> man, I, I, you were there, pet. I could, no, I wasn't there, but I saw the. Uh, <laughs> I saw the video years ago. I saw the video years ago, and when the I was the fact that you saw the video means you were there. That's right. Oh I mean. yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you like, not how many people saw that video? Like, not that many people. I don't know, but we could look and see how many views it has. Probably like five thousand. <laughs> you know, you're like one of five thousand. Yeah, I mean, um, he was first so time freaking he ever cute sang too. We worked on that shit. You remember? Oh ago. man, he was so cute. Sound check, bro. That was adorable. You were like nine. Uh, when I when I sang then, did you think that I was gonna do it forever? I knew it, bro. I knew it. Come on. I know. I know. I was just asking. No, you, like when you went up the octave. You remember when I was telling you, like go up yeah, the octave? Yeah, yeah. 
you were prepubescent. Like you hadn't had, you hadn't like. Puberty was not stuff. Yes, yeah, so you were. No, like, it was so awesome. You, you had the so you good. had the high octave. I'm like, give him, give him the juice. When's the last time you watched that video? You gotta go home and watch you it. Gotta go you watch gotta watch it. it. You gotta watch that shit tonight. I, I, I played it for my husband last night. No, I was like, we gotta this watch is the most beautiful tonight. thing I've ever seen. Uh, I need to watch it. That was yeah, like the first know. time. The like, first, first time ever. But no, no, you've been on stage with your drum my set. red drum set. He had a red, a red drum set. When my we daughter's got, drum set is red. Okay, so when we went on Fate. tour with 311 <laughs> in 2007. Okay. Yeah, he was like, what were you, three? Maybe three? So we had a drum set, a kid's drum set. That they right would, the, the, the tech drum. would set up on side stage oh, that's every adorable. night. I love and it. Every night, lady would walk off the stage. When I walk off the stage, he'd be like, and we'd sit down on the drum set. <laughs> and we'd start banging on the drums. And like the last show of the tour, I think we were in Missoula, Montana, bro. There were people standing on the, on the um, there was like an overpass. I, it was like a dope ass yeah. show. And Scooter Warner, who was our drummer, who played for the B-52s, oh, Mary J. Blige, wow. like, he's like a, he's just a, head, he's just a dope-ass drummer. He, um, he was like, bring the drums out front. And that was the first time you were ever, like, on stage in front of, like, 5,000 people. Is there a video of that there's that a, we can see? There's got to right, be a video. We got to find, find it. Look at, look at Missoula, Montana, 2007. Okay. I'm going to find I'm pretty that. sure we'll find it. We, yo, that should be like that. You should post that. Yeah. That would be like no crazy. Doubt. If you find it, send it to me. Oh, and you know I will. The thing is, he's hitting all the hits and the fills after a full tour of Love like it. watching from side stage. He's hitting everything like on time. Like you crushed it, bro. You crushed it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay, so growing like, up, in you this were like industry, three. What? You was like three years old. No, it's. I can't <laughs> wait to find that video. I'm gonna find it and send it to you. All right, so. Growing up in this industry, I'm sure you've met a lot of different bands locally. Do you have any favorite local bands that you want to let people know about? I don't have local bands, but there is an artist who I really like, who I do want to shout out. Mm -hmm. His name is Dil Dion, okay. and he's been working on, he has a song called Pouring Outside that has like millions of streams, and okay. he's sick. He does like bedroom pop. And I, I just love his music. Mm -hmm. Everyone should go listen to it. And he has a new song dropping tonight, I believe, right? At 12 o'clock, yeah. Oh, dropping tonight. Tonight. 12 o'clock. Okay. Listen. I'm going to listen to that. Yeah, it's sick. Awesome. And yeah. So, all right. While you're super and my active. And bro my brothers, too. Both of my little brothers are now making music. They are? Yeah. You're kidding. sick. How old yeah. are they? Shalom is 15. Six, oh, I didn't realize 16, that he was. Really? Yeah, 16. I didn't realize he was that close Yeah, and Menachem is 12. Okay. Yeah. What does Levi mean? Levi means in Hebrew it's close to heart. Lev, which is heart, and then Yud, which is like two. Okay. Yeah, so two heart. Nice. I tried to look it up, but uh, it was like so many different things. Yeah, I was I'm like, sure yeah, I'm sure I'm going to pick the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in addition to you being super busy with your uh, singing career now, you're also modeling for one management? Yeah. I yes. Am. Um, I haven't done anything really. I've done like photo shoots and I'm developing, I guess my, I think they call it like book. Okay. Like a picture. Portfolio. Yeah. My mm -hmm. portfolio. They have like a model term for mm -hmm. it though. Okay. Um, and yeah, I guess I'm going to be working with them the more I grow, the more you'll see me in some modeling stuff, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Which will be sick. Yeah. No, that's exciting. How long have you been doing that? Um, I've been doing that for almost a year now. Okay. Yeah. I signed with them. 
about a year ago and we've been just building and working behind the scenes and right. uh, eventually you guys will see some stuff which i'm sick of okay that's exciting yeah, I'm stoked. so being on this tour is there a certain city that was your favorite to play and what venue was your favorite mm. Chicago is probably my favorite okay. city to play in. Okay. Um, I love the people there. The fans are super interactive mm -hmm. with the with us, and mm -hmm. I love when we could bring a show and the fan really like takes it and brings mm -hmm. it back to right. us. Um, and my favorite venue, I need to remember the name. Da oh, Janice Live. Okay. Yeah, I love Janice Live. Okay. That was sick. All right. It was an outdoor venue, and it while we were playing, it started pouring rain. And Did you have a cover on the stage? We had a cover okay. on the stage, but everyone outside was soaked, and they loved yeah, it. Yeah, it's awesome. It was, yeah, it was yep. a moment for me. Yeah. It was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Are you enjoying this whole tour thing that you're I, doing? I love it, and I, I've been nervous at first, but mm -hmm. then I'm getting used to it, and I'm slowly easing into it and mm -hmm. getting adjusted, and yeah, it's been a great yeah. journey. Yeah, it's just, that's what's going to get you adjusted to it, doing exactly. over and over, over and over and over and over, and, over. Over. and then your stage presence yeah. gets better. And One just, story actually was... Yeah. I was on tour with my dad. I believe we were in Washington. Mm -hmm. And I had uh, the Chosen Comedy Fest, the first one mm -hmm. in New York, and in August. And I was super, super sick on tour. I was, like, throwing up, like, and I had to go hop on this flight and go to this other place. And I haven't eaten anything for oh two days. God. I was, yeah. And um, pretty much my dad was, like, you got to go like, you collect your it. check. Like, this yeah. is what you asked for. It doesn't matter if you're sick. If you're not, you got to do it. And I did it, and I performed, like, throwing up before and after my performance with 5,000 people in the crowd. Oh, my God. And ever since that moment, I've been feeling like, like if I could do I that. Do. Like, if, yeah, and I, I thank him for forcing me to yeah. do that. Like, yeah, if no, he didn't, you know. That's exactly, yeah. yep. Okay, so as far as your music, we'll go back to that. But for now, let's just get to know you as sure. a person. So outside of music, do you have any hobbies? Ice hockey. Oh, really? I was actually on a state championship ice You're hockey kidding. team. You're kidding. You look like an Avalanche. ice hockey player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was a hitter. Like the really? Game. Yeah, my coach would give me like a number and I would take them out. You're kidding. Yeah, oh that my was God. me. I, Did you ever I get cut with a, with a blade? Um, No, but I broke my pinky finger. Oh, okay. Um, chipped a tooth, but besides that, nothing really. Okay. Yeah. I love it. I love the sport. I love everything about it. The roughness to it. Yeah. Like you could, you're allowed to beat the shit out of people, you know. I used to love going to those games. It's just been so long. Yeah. But, you know. Do you have a favorite Panthers. team? Well, it was the Panthers when I did watch. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heard they were doing pretty good this season. I think so. Yeah. I'm a Los Angeles Kings fan. Oh, are you? Yeah. Because I started playing. We moved out to LA when I was like eight years old. Mm -hmm. And that was the year where they won like the Stanley Cup, mm -hmm. like back to back. And I just fell in love with the sport. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So you lived in LA. You were born in Bro Brooklyn, right? What's your favorite place to live? My favorite place to live is probably New York. I love the realness of New York. I love the people there. And I don't know. I just, I love everything about it. I love the roughness. Mm -hmm. I love the driving. Everyone's offensive. Okay. And yeah. Okay. So as far as your idols, like who you look up to, who inspires you, who is that? For sure, my dad. Yeah, I figured that would being, be. Being around and seeing him accomplish goals mm -hmm. that I obviously want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. um, but mm, real idols, 
I would say some like rabbis. Like okay. I have a rabbi from school. His name's Rabbi Friedman. Okay. And he just always taught me to like believe in myself mm-hmm. and to like stay true to myself, mm-hmm. even if I'm gonna be out there like know who I am. Like mm-hmm. I'm Levy. Like this is me, and right. really show that to the world, not mm-hmm. some like fake persona or something. Right. You know. So well, I've always cool. tried to stay true. Right. Okay. So um. As far as, well, we know you have a significant other. Well, almost. Potential. Potential, potential for potential. significant other. Maybe, maybe. Um, what are your uh, plans in the future? I know you're still, like, where are you going from here? Um, I think I want to stay independent for okay. a while, not signing a deal. Okay. Um, but from here, I just want to release and make mm-hmm. music, stay on my TikTok yep. game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok's where it's at, yeah. I'm hearing. I hear so. Everyone, everyone's on TikTok. I need to if get you're a an TikTok. Artist and I don't even know TikTok. how to use it, but yeah, you got. I downloaded the app, yeah. but <laughs> it's you gotta just post, gone. post. Yeah. I'll get with you. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would say TikTok. Okay, <laughs> so I guess we're gonna wrap it up here. I think awesome. we're running out of time. So why don't you just let everybody know where they can find you, sure. um, where they could see you next live, and if you had one thing to say to your fans, what would it be? So, my name is Levy, L-A-I-V-Y. You could find me on Instagram at Levy.Miller, TikTok, Levy.Miller. Um, I'm releasing a new song, Snow Days, which is super cool. And I have an upcoming show with my dad, uh, December 21st and 22nd okay. in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. in New York. Pop out if yeah, you're Yeah, what around. is that called? The so Brooklyn Bowl. Okay. Yeah. It's a bowling alley slash show place. We okay. played there in Philadelphia. It was super cool. Okay. Yeah. And um, a message to my fans would be stay true to yourself and accomplish your goals. Don't let anything get in between that. If you have a passion, drop out of high school. and not <laughs> Maybe not drop out of high school, but stick, stick to that passion right. and really accomplish it and don't let fake friends get in the way between it. Yeah, you know? that's a good note to edit yeah, on yeah. right there, fake friends. Okay, awesome. thank you so much. It was so nice. No, thank oh, you, thank so, you much. so much. I appreciate I was it. And thank you for having that. me on the podcast. No, thank you. Awesome. It's not the Taught me how to love Wish I knew this from the start And now, and now It's not the same anymore, same anymore